0: Mrs. Stratton? Yeah. Are you Edward Stratton III? That's me. Pleased to meet you.
1: Hi. I'm your son. Here
0: we are, face to face, a couple of silver spoons.
1: Hoping to find we're two of a kind. Make it
2: a go, make it a pro. everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of Together We're Gonna Find Our Way, an unofficial Silver Spoons podcast. How's everyone doing this nice sunny morning? Well, it's sunny here anyway, which is great. That's how I like to wake up, with the sun hitting me in the face. <laughs> oh, I am so happy and excited to start a new season of Silver Spoons. Especially on you know, season three, Ricky's getting a little older. In uh, the episode I'm covering today, episode one of season three, entitled Best Friends, Dexter's nephew Alfonso comes to live with him, but his aggressive attempts to make new friends don't go smoothly smoothly. That's when I'm a little wondering about. What do they mean by aggressive? They don't mean be my friend or I'll beat you up aggressive. I mean is that even a thing? So this episode's got a 7.8 out of 10 rating based on 22 ratings on IMDb. And let's see who we got. We got Nate Gary Riley, who looks familiar to me because I saw him in the movie Stand By Me. He played one of Ace Merrill, who plays played by Kiever Sutherland. He was one of his cronies. Um, oh, we got... Um, Dancing Machine, Aaron Seville, and Burt Simon, Norman Williamson. We got Casey Martell, who plays Bobby. Of course, you'd probably more recognize him as Eddie, a friend of Mike's from Growing Pains. He was all, this guy was also in E.T. He played one of um, Elliot's older brother, Steve's friends. This episode was directed by Jack Shea. We have uh, the creators, David W. Duklin, Ron Levitt, Michael G. Moy, Martin Cohen, Howard Leeds, and Ben Starr. They're, this episode was written by Bob Illes, Illes, I-L-L-E-S and James R. Stein. So we got a lot of people on the show, a lot of people behind the scenes, which is awesome. We got some connections, we got some trivia, we got, let's see what we got. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Edward mentions Scooby-Doo. The Smurfs, mentioned by Ricky. We got some trivia. Alfonso Spears, played by Alfonso Ribeiro, oh my goodness, I gotta get that guy's name right, man. Pretends to know Michael Jackson in order to impress his peers. Oh my goodness, spoiler! Spoiler! Trivia, put a spoiler. Pretends to know Michael Jackson in order to impress his peers. Actually, Alfonso had appeared in a popular 1983 Pepsi commercial with Jackson. Well, if he says he knows him, he knows him, right? So is that his quote-unquote aggressive attempt to make friends? Also, this episode aired on the 16th of, of September 1984. Let's find out when Punky Brewster premiered. Because I think... I bet anything Punky Brewster would have premiered, like, right after Silver Spoons. And it says that the first episode aired on the 16th. So season three of Silver Spoons aired. Punky Brewster first episode right afterwards. I like that. I like that we have some of the same writers and creators on Punky Brewster. And Silver Spoon, the show, gets a mention in season one of Punky Brewster. I remember when I covered the episode, I think it was uh, Punky... Uh, no, it was a short called Punky... Go. No, uh, Go to Sleep. I think that's what it was called, where... Henry's trying to get Punky to go to sleep, she keeps getting out of bed and coming and bugging him, and he's like, I stay. I let you stay up to watch this and Silver Spoons, so I thought that was cool, I like that. So, yeah, real quick, I want to talk about some of the episodes that are going to be coming up. We got Survival of the Fittest, that'll be the next episode, where Ricky starts high school... We have a, right out the gate, we got a two-parter called Growing Pains, (laughs) except Growing Pains would not debut for at least another year. In this episode, Edward sets up a curfew that Rick ignores. Of course he does. He's a teenager. He's 13, 14 probably at this point, right? Because no 13-year-olds are starting high school. Um, A dark and stormy night, I'm going to file that under Halloween, so we're going to do that in October. Uh, we got a Thanksgiving episode that I will also do in November. We also got a Christmas episode. Like I said, save that for December. Let's see what else we got. What's special friend about? Uh, oh, uh, just Rick being a counselor. Um, we have 16 and 17, the episodes where it's two-parter. Kate and Edward finally get married. That's like... Oh, That's, like, more than halfway through the season. I think we do get a episode where... I'm trying to find it. I thought there was an episode where his mom comes back. What's the trouble? What's his grandpa... His grandfather announces his retirement to just have some fun. See, guys, this is what I'm talking about. Some of these goofball weird episodes. There's even one in, like, season four or five where the grandfather gets married? For, like, an episode? Or something? And gets a girlfriend? I don't know. It's just weird. Um, uh, we get a guest star appearance by pre-Mr. Belvedere, um... What's her name? Tr- Tr- Tracy Wells. He played Heather on Mr. Belvedere. And my nose is running. Oh, I don't know why. So, yeah, just um, different things. Um, there is a serious type episode that ends um, the season three. So I got to say, definitely it's going to go out with a, not a huge bang, but it's going to be a little bit better than Hi, Mom. So, and, uh, Punky Brewster does also do the same type of episode. I'm not going to mention it. I'll just keep that under wraps for now. But, guys, I am, I'm aching, I'm aching to get to this episode. So, let me tell you guys where you can follow along with the podcast on Facebook. It is, together we're going to find our way, on unofficial Silver Spoons podcast. Uh, also on Instagram, at Silver Spoons Podcast. Twitter. You just follow along with the Punky Power PB Podcast slash Silverspoon's Podcast. If you'd like to email the podcast, you can do so at silverspoonspodcast at gmail.com. All right, um, I want to give a shout out to some listeners, and then, yes, I'm I'm gonna we're gonna dive right in. I am ready to go. Rick's getting a little older now; he's starting high school, going to be facing other things. No alcohol yet, I think that's season 4 or 5. Because I think they gotta get to the point maybe where Ricky has his license, and I don't think that even happens until season 4 or 5. So, podcast listeners, we got Chicago, Illinois, Reno, Nevada, Wisconsin, Chula Vista, California, Los Angeles, California, Phoenix City, Alabama, France, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Cordova, Tennessee, Tunisia. We have Blanchard, Oklahoma, Farmington, Missouri, and Brooklyn, New York. Thank you all for listening. Thank you so so much. And on to the episode. All right, let's take a look at this new opening here. We got some different footage, which of course is to be expected by season three. We got some footage from season two. Yeah, where Rick and his dad are at the pizza place mopping the floor when Edward was working for JT's dad, kind of helping him out and taking his spot at the pizza parlor. We still get the shot of Dexter playing the arcade and then he pretends he's dusting it as Kate and Edward approach, start to approach him. Is it just me or I'm just now noticing that it seems like the curtain's Have those always been the same curtains? I can't remember. We'll find out. Haven't seen the- have we- I can't think! I don't think we've seen this episode yet. Or have we? Why my mind's going all- I don't know. Part of me feels like I have seen it. Part of me feels like maybe I have not seen it. Because we got Kate and Edward. Edward is wearing his Eddie Toys, like, sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off. And then the sweatpants. Kate is wearing what looks like a leotard with stretchy leggings. And Ricky, of course, is wearing his loafers, khakis, and gray um, sweater with a buttoned-up collared shirt underneath. That seems to be Ricky's shtick. Always with the sweaters with the buttoned-up collared shirt right underneath. You get a scene from season one from I'm Just Wild About Harry where Ricky meets Harry the Orangutan. Oh, looks like we got a shot from uh, next week's episode here. I bet it's Survival of the Fittest where Ricky's starting high school because you see him... With a Letterman type jacket. And he's looking at someone who looks to be probably taller than him from the way his eyes are kind of looking at somebody out of the corner of the screen. And behind him, of course, is his locker. We get a scene from Mr. Cool where Ricky's wearing sunglasses and then the ripped red shirt. We also get an episode where it looks like Ricky's in bed. He's got the covers up to his chin. He's actually planning to head out somewhere. Oh, that's where he tells his dad, like, I'm too old to be tucked in. uh, I'm too old to be kissed goodnight. I'll settle for a handshake, but I don't want to pull my arm out and reveal that I'm actually wearing clothes and not pajamas. Ricky Schroder is a cutie patootie. I'm sure I've said that before, but he is definitely getting older. His hair is looking uh, uh, even a little more better. Luckily, I don't think he's got the mullet this he's got uh the mini mullet I think comes in season 4. And I'm just like, "No mini mullet. No mini. I mean, it's it's not it's not Joey Gladstone. Mullet. It's nothing like that. It's a baby mullet. If you want to if, refer to a mullet as a baby mullet or a or a mini mullet, so the credit comes up, starring Ricky Schroeder. Someone off camera is making him laugh. He's got a beautiful smile too. I really like that, and the way his eyes twinkle. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm crushing on little little young young me. Is crushing on Ricky. Not. Thirty-something-year-old me, no, not like that. No, <laughs> he's just—he's a cutie. Because when this episode aired, I was two, so I was not yet crushing on anybody. We see a shot from season one. Um, I think it's what's—is it? it called a little magic where Ricky sets up Edward and Kate, and she comes in, takes off her coat, and she's wearing this beautiful sleeveless dress is so pretty and you get to see kate's different hairstyles in season one it was curly and half of season two it was a little longer but then it went shorter i think even by maybe later season three i think season four it's actually pretty short like just below her earlobes even it gets shorter than it was this season, uh, season, towards the end of season two. But Kate's pretty too! I mean, all the actors are absolutely gorgeous. They're beautiful. They're unique. Erin Gray's name comes up, and looks like here she's got the curly hair, so I don't know. Is she going back to that, maybe? And definitely Ricky Shorter obviously, I bet, you know, he probably had a growth spurt between season two and three. Maybe his voice changed a smidge. Who knows? We get a shot from Happy Birthday in Season 2. Franklin Seals, his name comes up. I don't think we're going to get Alfonso yet because it is only his first episode. Unless they did throw him in there. Okay, we do get Alfonso slapping palms with Ricky. Yes, okay, he is added to the credits already. Oh, he's a mini Carlton! <laughs> yes, this was before Fresh Prince, definitely. We got a scene for, of Edward from the pilot episode where he's, like, playing with Pac-Man. He's getting a high score. He's doing his, uh, his high score dance, if you want to call it that. We got him wearing a really nice robe with a blue scarf that goes with the robe. And of course, always says, and Joel Higgins as Edward Stratton III. Now, I'm not sure what type of credit that is. I've seen that on um, Full House, I think towards the end of the show, they had and Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen as Michelle. So I'm, I know that's got to be like a different type of credit than just having someone's name across the screen. So, uh, to end the credits, we got the one where Edward's wearing that suit of armor and she's pulling on this, uh, Kate's pulling on this jump rope. She lets go. Edward falls backwards. We get, uh, the Blazing Hotel Rooms episode where they're on the balcony and Edward is trying to grab the rescue net. Ricky plays soccer? That's gotta be season three because, I mean, he's dressed like a ref. Kate must still have, uh, the shorter hair because this looks like a scene from season three with Ricky in the middle, hugging, he's got one arm around his dad's waist and one arm around Kate's waist and she's got the shorter hair and Ricky's got it short on top but it's like slicked back on the sides. So I'm guessing that's kind of the look he's going for this season. All right, we open up the season. Yeah, it seems like the curtains, they're the same curtains, but they're, they have, like, some rope or something, or, or something around them to kind of keep the French doors open. And we see they still have the same couch. The, cha- the leather chase lounge. Kate's sitting on the couch, and she's, Oh, she's putting together a puzzle. That's what that is. Okay. And she's sitting, like, towards the end of the couch. So, And she's bent so far over studying this puzzle she's putting together. And I'm just thinking, wouldn't that eventually hurt your back? Like, being hunched over like that? It would hurt my back. And I noticed she probably started, that's probably how people start when they do puzzles, right? They put out, they get all the corner pieces, all the edges, and then they put those together so they have kind of a framework going on. And then you kind of work your way into the puzzle and start connecting things. I remember, I think, doing puzzles to say, get the edge pieces first. Get the corner pieces and we'll work it from there. Oh, here we go. We got the train. Train's coming in. We get the applause from the audience whenever we hear that... Oh, they got the jukebox in the back still. Or maybe it's just for the... Yeah, it's gotta be just for this episode when Alfonso comes in. Because I don't think I've seen that jukebox in a bit. Unless they have, like, a party. Like, the Menudo party. Or, um, that party in season one where Ricky dressed up as a girl... I'm going to play this clip as the train comes in and you hear like everyone like, Yeah, yeah!
0: What took you guys so long? We had a major derailing at Dead Man's Curve. Oh no! That's
1: alright, we just picked back up, put it back on the tracks. Of course, there was slight damage to the whistle. <laughs>
0: uh, Dexter just called. He should be here any second with his nephew, Alfonso.
1: Rick, it was awful nice of you to agree to show him around.
0: Well, I'll do my best. After all, he is just a child.
3: He's only a year younger than you. What's the big difference?
0: Hey, one kid years equal to ten adult years. Ask Lauren Green. <laughs>
1: Must be
2: them. So they bring in the train and they, uh, Kate's like, well, what took you so long? And Edward and Ricky kind of mentioned, well, the train kind of had an issue, kind of, it broke down for a minute. So Edward's like, well, we just picked it up and put it back on the track, but the whistle's kind of messed up and they both have like a wrench or something to make adjustments on it. And you hear the whistle go, <laughs> I'm not spitting into the microphone, um, <laughs> But that's kind of what it sounded like. It's like, <laughs> I thought it was going to go, <laughs> something like that. So Kate lets him know Dexter's going to be there soon with his nephew Alfonso. Hey, Quinny, how you doing? Quinn wants to meet the, meet Alfonso too, don't you, girl? Yep, that's why you're here. Um, and Edward says, well, thank you, Rick, for being able to show Alfonso around. And Ricky's like, yeah, I mean, after all, he is just a kid. And Edward looks at him like, he's only a year younger than you. And Ed, uh, and Ricky says, yeah, but a year is like 10 years in, in kid years. And of course, the doorbell rings and they're going to open it. We're going to see him. I see Alfonso. Oh, there's Phil. He's wearing like a. Is that a rainbow wig? That that's a clown rainbow wig, right? I love how this whole time, every episode they have Phil, the dummy, dressed in a different outfit. You know, this reminds me of season one when Joey Gladstone was living in the alcove, and he had that mannequin that, whatever shirt or outfit Joey was wearing, the mannequin was also wearing the same thing.
3: Hi, Edward. Hi, Dex. Kate, Richard, I'd like you to meet. where to go? <laughs> Alfonso, will you. <laughs> Alfonso! <laughs>
1: oh
3: He's not
2: even looking at Alfonso!
3: Yo! This is Edward Stratton, and that's Kate Summers, and that's Richard Stratton. This is my nephew, Alfonso Spears. Shake hands with the nice people, Alfonso.
0: Slap them (laughs) high!
3: Listen here, those are people, not a basketball team. I'm sorry.
0: Wow! This place is outrageous! You must be loaded
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry You must be very wealthy <laughs> That's alright Who are you listen to? Huey Lewis and the News
3: At least he's taking an interest in current events <laughs> Huey Lewis and the News is a music group I knew that
0: <laughs> That's a great bracelet, where'd you get it? It's from Thailand I lived there with my mom for the last two years Oh, great
1: primitive
0: craftsmanship. They gave it away free with two whoppers at the Bangkok Burger King.
1: So, Alfonso, where's your mom now?
0: Now she's in Kenya doing scientific research. She's living in a cave with a baboon family. That sounds dangerous.
3: Not if you stand real still and try not to look
2: like a banana. <laughs>
0: Let's go upstairs and play some more tapes. I had the
2: go-go's. Second door to your left. <laughs> so Dexter comes in. He's like, uh, yeah. Edward's like, where's Alfonso? And Dexter, you see outside the house, he's screaming, Alfonso. Alfonso! Alfonso comes in, No wonder. And I'm like, the first thing, yes. He's wearing a headset. He can't hear you. And of course, he's like, hi. He's... And I noticed that when I'm wearing headphones, when I'm talking to somebody, I it seems like I'm shouting at them for some reason. I don't know why. It's like my voice automatically hits a higher octave or it amplifies itself, which it really doesn't need to because this person's like standing like less than two feet away from me, so. So Alfonso takes off the headphones as Dexter introduces him to edward stratton the third kate summers and richard stratton and i think it's just it's funny how uh alfonso goes and hey slap high five as he jumps up to hit edwards gives him a high five he does the same with with kate and ricky and dexter's like they're people not a basketball team like, hey, dude, it's eighty-four, man. That's just how he. That's how he rolls, man. That's his thing. And of course, like anybody who's not been in the Stratford Mansion, the first thing you'll do is you look around and all is like, "Wow, you guys must be loaded." I mean, you're wealthy. <laughs> As Dexter's like, <clears throat> "We don't like say loaded. We don't say that." And I'm just thinking, (laughs) (laughs) I want to find out when Fresh Prince came out. Because immediately he's like, oh, you're wealthy. My mind immediately went to Carlton Banks. Like, oh, buddy, oh, buddy, you just wait. You just wait. How long ago? I don't think it was much longer after that Fresh Prince. I can't spell to save my life. When did... 1990. So this show, Silver Spoons ended in uh, 87. Three years later, he would be back. And it's also both shows, Fresh Prince and Silver Spoons, were on the same network. So I think that's really, really awesome that... Like, just wait, buddy. Wait three years and you are going to be... Well, they'll be living in Cali, but uh, he'll be... Jumping on a jet from New York to Cali and living it up in the Bel Air lifestyle. <laughs> and what I'm seeing is, um, it almost seems like, because he says that his, his mom has been, um... So, Ricky notices Alfonso's Walkman and says, hey, what you listening to? And Alfonso's like, Huey Lewis in the news. What was, I want to look up what songs were big in 84 by Huey Lewis. Because I know that Back to the Future would not come out for at least another, like, eight months. What was it, like, June of 85, I think? And that was The Power of Love. But that might have come out. But I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. So what I'm seeing is Huey Lewis and the News had three albums out by the time this episode aired. One that came out in 1980, Huey Lewis and the News, and he had um, Picture This in '82, and then Sports was in '83. So I'm gonna guess that Alfonso's listening to the Sports album of Huey Lewis on the news. Cause I looked at the track listing of the other two albums. And I'm like, I'm not really recognizing many songs that look familiar because I just went to YouTube and played some. And some of the ones I was playing is like I recognize a lot of these songs. But I'm like I'm not seeing those on those first two albums. So I'm guessing that they must have been on um on the sports album. <laughs> and of course Dexter has no idea who, who, who Huey Lewis and the News is like. At least he's taking an interest in, uh, he's taking an interest in what news and whatever. And of course, Edward just rolls his eyes and looks at Dexter like Dexter. He's uh, Huey Lewis and the News is actually a band. I wouldn't expect you to know that, because you're all about the business. Oh, a music group. Pardon my fronds... So, I'm looking at the back of Ricky's head here. The way that they got his hair styled, as how I said, it's kind of uh, a little, like, partially long on the, on the... But he's got a side part. But the way they have it cut in the back, it's like a V. Like, shaped like a V going down. Like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So, Ricky notices the awesome wooden bracelet on Alfonso Alfonso's wrist... And he's like, Hey, where'd you get that? And Alfonso explains that he'd been living with his mom in Thailand for two years. And Kate is like looking at the bracelet like, Oh, I could that looks beautiful. I'd wear that if I had something like that. And she's just admiring the craftsmanship that went into it. And of course, Alfonso bursts her bubble by saying, Oh, well, we actually got this at a Burger King in Bangkok when we bought like two Whoppers, so almost like uh, it's a it came with a meal kind of thing. That's pretty cool. It's like an adult Happy Meal only instead of Mickey D's, it's Burger King. Yeah, it was starting to really rain yesterday in storm because I had um had some tires put on my car, and I'm like, hey, why don't we go to Mickey D's for lunch? And we get there and we're looking I'm looking at the menu and it's still a breakfast menu And then I look at my phone I'm like It's like 1054 I'm like oh that's right because They stopped serving breakfast Well you can I think you can still Get breakfast all day long now But any or some items Um. But I'm like oh that's right they don't start Serving lunch till 11 And then when we got home because we're like no We're not going to wait around 6 minutes For that so We just made something at home um and I'm thinking of the movie Big Daddy. Big Daddy. The movie is 20 years old as of this month. Guys, you don't want to know how many times I saw that movie in the theater. It was like 17. Uh I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, cray cray. But the tickets back in 99 were like 350. I don't know how I scrounged up enough change to see it that many times. But hey, I was newly a newly licensed driver. I'm like, "Hey, let's go see Big Daddy for the 17th time." <laughs> Cuz it was a small theater. Only had 5 screens. And I remember when at the end of 7th grade, they were going to be building that theater over the summer. And my one teacher is, like, telling this kid who was kind of skeptical, she's like, it's going to have five screens, five! (laughs) Anyway, in the movie Big Daddy, uh, there's a scene where he says, hey, there's a bright side to getting up before 11. There's still McDonald's breakfast. And he goes there and turns out they said, oh, well, we stopped serving breakfast at 10.30. So I'm guessing maybe they extended that now? Because I always thought, yeah, it was like 10.30 they stopped serving. But then I I told Jeremy here, I'm like, yeah, I mean, who wants a hamburger at like 10.30 in the morning? Some people do. Some people do. I mean, like, I I sometimes would wake up at like 10 a.m. like, okay, lunchtime for me. I, I totally, like, don't eat breakfast sometimes. I just go right to... But I have been trying to stretch it out to, you know, have lunch at like 11.30 or something, so... Oh, Kate says great primitive craftsmanship. So I'm kind of, I mean, if you listen to the clip, you hear it sounds like he's almost putting on a type of accent, like he's been in Thailand for two years, but I don't know about that, but I think that's just him. That's just Alfonso. I mean, I don't believe his voice has changed yet, so. So if Ricky's supposed to be, let's put him at 14, then Alfonso's probably 12 or 13, at one point, he must end up in the same grade as Ricky or something, right? As I see them later on, they're in the same classes together. So Edward asks Alfonso where his mother is now, and he says she's in Kenya doing scientific research. So his mom likes to travel and stuff like that. Do we learn about his father, what his father does? If there's, his parents are separated, if his dad has passed on i i am sure we'll get that. I mean, if they know about the mother, it's like, I'm sure the question of where your dad is is gonna come up. Cause he's clearly not in the picture. Cause Dexter would not be taking his nephew in, if that were the case. Oh, he says that his mom's living in a cave with a baboon family? And of course, where does my mind go? The Lion King. <laughs> the Lion King. So she's holed out with Raviki, huh? Cool. So Kate's like, wow, that sounds dangerous. And Edward's like, not if you stand very still and try not to look like a banana. Oh, Edward, that is such a, come on. Just because baboons are in the monkey family does not mean they all eat bananas or like bananas. That's like saying all cats, including tigers and lions and panthers and cheetahs and leopards. All like to play with in sitting cardboard boxes because they're all cats. So Ricky's like, hey, let's go up to your room and listen to some more tapes. I wouldn't be surprised if Ricky's got a stereo in his room. I bet he does have a tape stereo in his room. I'm sure that Ricky's got to have a Walkman. I would bet anything. I swear I've seen him wear one. Oh, I kept wondering why Kate and Edward were looking at Dexter. Um, um, Alfonso says, I have the Go-Go's. And Dexter's like, oh, it's the second door on your right, or on your left. And Kate and Edward are just looking at Dexter. I'm like, why are they looking at him? Oh, the bathroom. And (laughs) Edward's like, no, the Go-Go's are a band. Or a group. And Dexter's like, oh, right, I knew that. That took me a second to, like, oh, I get it now. He thinks Alfonso has to relieve himself or release the Kraken. That's my term for um, taking a deuce or a number two. But then again, I'm sure other people say the same thing. I'm going to go release the Kraken or something. I'm sure I've said it before, and I'm sure my... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, or uh. So Kate, Dexter, and Edward all walk into the living room, and Edward's like, hey, Dex, can I get you something? And Dexter's like, yeah, do you have a padded cell? Because we know Dexter. He's a prim and proper guy. He's all business. He's not equipped to raise a 12-year-old kid. So he's only spent one night with Alfonso, and he's already on the verge of a breakdown. So I'm going to play this clip as Dexter's like, oh, all he wants is junk food. Congratulations on raising a teenager, because that's all they want to eat. Junk food, and watch TV, and listen to music, and read comic books, and watch movies, and go hang out at the pizza parlor. This is 1984 lyrics. Now, I don't know how teenagers operate now. You know, I'm sure they're still in the junk foods. some of them. Some of them are probably on a healthy kick where they're only eating, you know, healthy foods. And watching their figure, or whatever, I don't know. But I'm going to play this clip. <laughs> I'm sure the like, that's just take a breath, it's going to be fine. Alfonso can practically raise himself anyway. He probably, while his mom's been on expeditions, he's probably been doing that. Taking care of himself.
0: I have the Go-Go's.
3: Second door to your left.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Go-Go's is a music group. I knew that.
2: Even as Ricky's walking up the stairs with Alfonso. He's giving Edward or um Dexter a look like oh my goodness, really?
3: Well, Dex, can we get you something? Yes. Do you have a spare padded (laughs) cell? Come on, what's the matter? One night with Alfonso, and I'm a nervous wreck. All he wants is junk food. And he leaves a mess wherever he goes. And he's constantly watching this insidious thing. It's called MTV. Come on, Dexter. That's perfectly normal. You were a teenager once. Let's get one thing straight. I did go through the ages between 12 and 20, but I was never a teenager. You're just
1: panicking, that's Oh,
3: oh, guys. I think I made a terrible mistake. My sister was going to put him in this Bridgeford school for boys. I said, I'll take him. It's only going to be six months. Then I realized... It's going to be six months.
0: Dad, I'm going to take off down to a and I hang out. Let him meet some of my friends. Catch you later. Long gun one lung. Meet catch you
1: later on top.
3: I'll do that.
1: <laughs> don't spoil your appetite.
3: Yeah, you guys be home by
2: six. And uh, don't you tip more than 15%. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so.
2: Basically, what Alfonso's mom wanted to do f- is put him in a boy, not a boy's home, but a school for boys, like an academy or something. And Dexter jumps in, probably without even thinking or hesitating, I'll take him. And his, uh, Alfonso's mother's like, Great, it's only going to be six months. And Dexter's like, Okay, yeah, six months. But then he really thinks about it six months. No, six months is going to turn into at least a couple years because Alfonso is with us to the very end of the show. He is probably most likely going to be there for the series finale, where the family goes to a cabin in the woods somewhere, and there's a blizzard, and we never hear from them again. We don't know the outcome. We don't know if they live or die. Well, I don't know. We we might when I get to that episode, we might we might find out that they're they're rescued and they get to go home. But right now, it's up in the air until I actually get to that episode. So, Rookie says, hey, I'm going to take Alfonso and introduce him to my one friend, Freddy. Even though I say I have multiple friends. We have yet to see them. We will see them this episode. These supposed other friends. We don't see Freddy, though. When does Freddy come back? In season three. I want to check that out. I'm curious. Because we know he... He does come back. Freddy. Where are you at, Freddy? Where are you at, Fredster? Let's see. I bet he's going to come back in the next episode, season two. <gasps> yes, he does. Or season two, my butt. Uh, Season three. Oh, Eve. Of course. Can't start f- high school without Freddy. So, Ricky says I'm going to take Alfonso to the hangout. Is that a pizza place? We've seen, like, a pizza parlor that may be the same pizza parlor. Maybe it's a new hang, a teen hangout for season three. So Kay says, don't ruin your appetite. And Edward's like, yeah, you guys be home by six. And then, of course, Dex- Dexter has to add, oh, don't tip more than 15%. So we cut to a place that has a light-up sign that says hamburgers and electric blue letters and then um a a uh, <laughs> a hamburger or no a cheeseburger cuz it's got like lettuce and cheese on it and it's outlined in like red and then green like squiggle for the lettuce and then like the shape of cheese so, I've never seen this place before. This very well could be that pizza place set, only now it's been redone. It's been painted a lilac purple color. It's got that wide window. I think that this, at one point, was the set for the pizza place, but they it's just been redone. So, we see this guy who's... I'm guessing this is breakdancing, right? Yes, it's dancing because he's got his butt hovering against the floor and he's, like, popping up one foot after the other. And he's got his hands planted on the floor, like, behind him. So I'm guessing this is the break dancing. Oh, they got an arcade thing in the background. Do they have a claw machine? Has anyone ever tried their hand at the claw machine and actually gotten a prize out of it? I've tried and failed that I just, I haven't tried the claw machine in ages. Part of me thinks, a uh, 95% of me thinks that it's rigged. So while this guy's breakdancing on the floor, because mind you, the tables and chairs are all pushed off to the side. And we got Ricky and Alfonso coming in. And I'm sure Alfonso sees this breakdancing and he's probably like, hey, watch what I can do. Because I can go one better and do this. Even better than you can. <laughs> That's
1: Dancing Machine.
2: Really great, huh? I'm going to play this clip. Uh, the guy's name is Dancing Machine. And Ricky's like, yeah, he's pretty great. What do you think? And I'm sure Alfonso is like, I'm going to show that guy up. Like, I want to make friends, so I'm going to go and show this guy up, and I'm going to be top dog here.
0: That's dancing machine. It's really great, huh? Not bad, but you can see him working. Yeah, right. I want you to meet some of my friends. Bobby, Nate, this is Alfonso. Now give me five so I know you're alive. Alfonso's coming to high school this year, too. Oh yeah, you look pretty young to go to high school. That's probably because I shaved off my mustache. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, you are fine for that
0: though. So, anyways, Rick, wait till you hear this. Okay, last week we're at the police concert out of Rolling Meadows, and you know that geek, Artie asked Silverman. <laughs> right, he's there in all leather, leather pants, leather shirt, leather jacket. He must have looked like a wallet with legs. <laughs> okay, I'll find So, anyways, he's uh with his girlfriend. I sure miss my girlfriend. Wanna see a picture of her? I'll just keep talking, okay? Yeah, go ahead, Bob. I'll let you know when I find him. Great, you do that. So, anyways, Artie's with his girlfriend. Now she's in suede. Now you gotta picture this. They're sitting in this wide open field. I hope it didn't start raining. Started raining. Isn't she hot? Hey, Nate, let's uh, let's go watch Max refill the toothpick dispenser.
2: <laughs> so Ricky introduces Alfonso to his friends. One who is played by the guy who played Eddie. Uh, would play Eddie. What the heck is Eddie's last name? I cannot think of it. I think it's just Eddie. Uh, Mike's friend. Uh, he'd be playing Eddie in season one. Uh, so it'd be the previous year, 85. Wow. Because he looks like he is just about there. And Alfonso sits across from Ricky. And immediately... Let me get the guys' names. Actually, let me go back to when they come in and they see this dancing machine guy. And Ricky's like, what do you think? And Alfonso's like, not bad, but... He he says something like maybe like the guy isn't as good as you think he is, and immediately Ricky's like, "Uh yeah right." Uh, uh-huh. it's almost like part of him is like, "Okay, this guy, this kid here is uh, kind of pooping on a good time here, kind of being a, but it's gonna get worse." Of course, one like you heard in the clip where he they sit down with Ricky's friends. And Ricky's like, this is Alfonso. He's going to be starting high school with us in the fall. Okay, so Casey Marco, who played Eddie on Growing Pains, is Bobby. And the other guy is... And the blonde-haired one is Nate, who... Alfonso's like, hey, give me five so I know you're alive. And Nate, like, slaps his palm and everything. And I can get where they're saying aggressive... Like he, his aggressive attempts, like he's really throwing himself into the mix. And Bobby starts telling the story about this nerdy guy who was wearing all leather, and his girlfriend was wearing all suede. And the whole time, Alfonso was like interrupting and saying, Oh, I bet that guy looked like a walking wallet in all leather. And when he says, oh, this this nerdy guy had a girlfriend. And that's where Alfonso's like, yeah, I have a girlfriend too. Let me look up her picture in my wallet. Oh, take your time with your story. I'll let you know when I find her. And the whole time we keep cutting back to Ricky, who's just kind of... He's getting agitated and uncomfortable. Like, I really wish I hadn't brought him. He's embarrassing me in front of my friends. And I get... But I get what they mean by aggressive attempts. It's like... You want to make friends, but you throw yourself into the mix and you kind of come off as being kind of an arrogant jerk. Cuz eventually Nate gets to the point of, "Hey, let's go watch the cashier go count the toothpicks or put the toothpicks in the dispenser." And they they peel out of there. It's like this is and and Bobby's getting frustrated. He's trying to tell this story. And he's getting to the punchline where Alfonso's like, oh, man, I hope it didn't rain. And he's like, Bobby's like, it rained. Ugh, really? Seriously? Ugh. Who are you, kid? And he even says, like, wow, you don't look old enough to be in high school, to be starting high school. And Alfonso's like, yeah, I shaved my mustache. And he's, like, nudging uh, Bobby in, in the ribs, like, get it, mustache? And it's like... You're coming off just really annoying. And I get what, what Ricky's feeling. He's bringing this kid. He really doesn't know Alfonso other than that he's related to Dexter. And I can imagine that Ricky's probably going to get to the point like, look, Alfonso, you're trying. He's, he's trying too hard. Or maybe he's not even. That's just who he is. That's maybe that's just who Alfonso is. Is someone that he just, like, starts talking, won't shut his mouth. Yeah. So either he's trying... Alfonso's either trying too hard or he just does not give a care. He's just... He's just being him. I don't know. Because he... And the, for the last two years, he's been with his mom... And he's probably been either homeschooled or maybe that's just how it was when he was with kids over there and how, you know, other kids were. So he's bringing that back and trying to integrate that into being with these other kids. And these kids don't jive that way. They are not, that's not what they're about. So I'm going to play this clip. How is this going to end? Because now Ricky and Alfonso are there in a booth, just each other. I like Ricky's, like, pla- um, like, rubber band, like, uh, bracelet thing. That must- or- what was the thing? It was, like, maybe, like, five y- or more years ago that the the kids were all into those, like, rubber bracelets that were shaped like animals or had cool designs or something. I can't even remember what they were called, but- I'm going to play this clip. I can imagine Ricky's going to like, look, Alfonso, you are trying too hard. You are, you got to like tone it down, like tone it down a little bit if you want to make friends.
0: Her name is Sue. <laughs> yeah, that's nice, Alfonso. Look, you don't have to try so hard. Oh me? I'm Mr. Laidback. Lay back even further, okay? (laughs) My rep's on the line here. I understand, Rick. And don't worry. Your rep is safe
2: with me. Alfonso, what are you doing? Relax. Trust me. So, exactly. That's exactly what Ricky says. Is like, hey, man, look, you're trying too hard. And Alfonso's got his arms stretched across the, the length of the boat saying, hey, man, look, that's me. I'm just laid back. And Ricky's like, well, maybe you want to lay back a little further. And and Ricky, I like how he kind of, like, pulls, like, the top of his shirt kind of up a little bit. Like, hey, look, guy, my rep's on the line here. I got my friends, and you're going to make me look like a, a jerk. So, oh, boy. Alphonse was like, hey, look, I'll take care of it as he gets up. You don't gotta worry about your rap, Rick. I gotcha. As Alfonso gets... Oh, my... He's going over to the... Why? Alfonso, why? You're ruining... You're making it... You're gonna make it worse. You're gonna make it worse. Because that's why they left. To get away from you.
0: (laughs) Hey, guys. I want to apologize. I didn't mean to come on so strong. People need time to get to know you. I learned that from a very close personal friend of mine, Michael Jackson. <laughs> what are you doing? Time out a minute here. Wait a minute. You're trying to tell us that you know Michael Jackson. That's right. The guy who sings Billy Jean. Yeah. Also, beat it, which is what we're doing right now. I mean, what does your friend think? We got oatmeal for brains or something? <laughs> Certainly not. You see, you see he, he has this rare disease. He, he thinks, you know, famous Jacksons. <laughs> Reggie Jackson, Jesse Jackson, even Andrew Jackson. Came down with in Jacksonville. No, it's true. I met Michael Jackson in New York last year. I was breaking in front of Macy's when all of a sudden he walked right up to me. We swapped a couple of moves, and we've been friends ever since. Why me? Okay, well, why don't you show us some of those moves? Well, I'm a little out of practice. Yeah, right. Really, I don't like the show off. This guy is bogus. <laughs>
2: Remember, we have to meet Kate Jackson Yeah, he makes it a lot worse At first he's like, hey look I am going to apologize, I came on too strong Um, you know It's like my friend You know Michael Jackson, you know him right He wrote Beat It and Billie Jean And all that good stuff, yeah And, and of course Bobby And Nate are all like, oh really, yeah you You know Michael Jackson, as in The guy who wrote Beat It and Billie Jean Yeah, you're full of baloney Buddy and Ricky is watching this in horror. Going, what? "What, Alfonso? What are you doing? You're making it worse!" Oh my god! Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> so Nate and Bobby hop off this, their stools, and they're like, "Yeah, really, you know Michael Jackson?" Uh huh. And Alfonso spins this tale about, "Hey, I was breaking in front, of, break, like break dancing in front of Macy's in New York last year. MJ." I call him NJ. We're that tight. He comes up. He's walking by. We do some moves together. We've been friends ever since. And Ricky is like, hey, look. Um, he came down with this Jacksonville disease. Where he thinks he knows famous Jacksons. Uh, Andrew Jackson. Michael Jackson. Jesse Jackson. Um, what's that other Jackson? The- Reggie Jackson. And he starts to like, hey, come on. Kate is expecting us. We gotta get back. You know, Kate Jackson. Is Kate Jackson the actress? Uh, Maybe. I I guess. Maybe. Um... And Alfonso's like, no, no, look, Rick, I got this, alright? I got this. So I think this is where we're gonna get Alfonso dancing. Doing the break dance. I'm gonna ask this question. Let's say you're in Rick's situation, right? You're asked to take a new kid you really don't know him too well. Take him around to the hangouts and everything like that. Would you introduce them to your friends? When you go to a place you know that other people are going to see you. Especially, if, like I said, Ricky does not really know anything about Alfonso. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I remember when I started high school... And my friend, who I'd known since 6th grade, she had moved away in 7th grade. And then I didn't see her again until she came back to, you know, when we all started freshman year of high school. And by 8th grade, I had already made a new friend. So, in a way, I had to introduce these to my old friend and my new friend. And I thought, what if they don't like each other and everything? But it turns out they actually did. They are really chummy. To the point where I felt like a third wheel, which really sucked. <laughs> but um, yeah, or even another thing about like if you're seeing somebody and you want to go the route of introducing that special someone to your friends, and how that's gonna usually you feel uncomfortable. It's gonna get awkward. You don't know is it gonna cl- they gonna clash? Are they gonna mesh? Is it gonna work out? Yeah, so. We'll find out. I bet he can impress them with. I mean, this kid, the actor Alfonso, did. He was in a Pepsi commercial with MJ, Michael Jackson. Isn't that what people call him later on? They call him MJ, right? Not like Mary Jane from Spider Man, but MJ, you know, Michael, MJ Short for Michael Jackson. The King of Pop, wasn't that also a thing of when, when did that nickname come around too? Was that also in the 80s or was that developed later? I don't know. So Bobby and Nate want Alfonso to show him the dance moves that he and MJ did. And, and Rookie's like, please don't, please don't, Alfonso, we'll just leave. You can plead temporary insanity. And, and Alfonso's like, no, dude, bro, I got this, okay? Let me just do my thing. Shut their mouths. All that good stuff. Oh my gosh, this tall guy. Alfonso, is is he like, like, hey, let's do a dance-off type thing? I know the movie, that, that step-up movie was eons ago, like, Where they had, like, dance battles and stuff. That wouldn't take place for a long time. but Maybe they had dance battles in the 80s. I don't know. Or, like, a breakdancing battle, right? And Ricky apologizes, like, hey, sorry, DM. And, of course, he's like, hey, Rick, it's cool. Let's see what this little squirt can do. That little squirt is going to wipe the floor with your breakdancing butt. That's what he's going to do. Immediately they start uh, A crowd gathers And they all start clapping for him He does so good I'm like oh my gosh His moves are outstanding And everyone claps And surrounds him like you did good man You did awesome that's amazing I bet they're all like hey can you teach me How to break dance I mean I myself no I am in no Shape to ever learn how to break dance Never ever Bobby actually helped Alfonso lifts them off the floor And they're clapping the whole time A lot of jean clad wearing Teens here that's for sure Even Alfonso's wearing jeans Like oh yeah, yeah he did those moves in jeans That DM dancing machine Guy actually had like windbreaker pants
0: Boy, I sure could just a coat Oh
1: wait I'll get him a
2: coat
0: <laughs> Hey Rick how's your rep now? It was great you really could have learned those moves from Michael Jackson. I did. Yeah, but there's only one thing that bothers me. You told me you in Thailand last year. How could you have met Michael Jackson in New York? Did I say last year? I meant the year before that. You told me you in Thailand for two years. Hey, what, you writing a book or something? <laughs> I told you I met Michael Jackson, and I did. Hey, man, I'm not lying. Sure. Uh, there you go. <laughs> hey, 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 back up, my man, huh? Right?
2: So everyone gets him like 20 cokes. Like that? But things get really aggressive. They get very aggressive as Alfonso like, hey, Rick, how's your rep now? And... Rick's like, yeah, I bet you really did learn those moves from Michael Jackson, huh? I mean, like you said, you did. But then it clicks in his head. It's like, wait, 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 wait a minute. You were in Thailand for two years, or or Bangkok, or this or that. And Alfonso's sticking to his hair like, hey, man, I met Michael Jackson, all right? I don't have to prove anything to you. If I say I met him, I met him. And it gets real. Oh my gosh! They almost for say I'm like, I thought they were gonna throw down. They like go fisticuffs, but uh, now things are very heated. Great. That's exactly what Dexter wanted when he said for you to show his nephew a good. De-. Well, Dexter never said that. Rick volunteered because Rick's a cool dude. <laughs> And Bobby almost, like, becomes Alfonso's bodyguard. Like, hey, everybody, back off. Back off on my man here. So, Rick, of course, goes home. He's bothered. We see that Kate and Edward are in exercise gear. Edward's wearing sweatpants. And Kate's wearing, like, a tank and some shorts. Like, they're getting ready to do some exercising. Like, exercise video exercising, not other exercising. Never mind. Never mind. forgot I said that. <laughs> They're not married yet.
1: <laughs> hey, Rick, Alfonso just called. He wants you to meet him down at Leavitt of Burgers.
0: He does, does he? Do you know what he did yesterday at the hangout? He, he made this big scene by telling everybody Michael Jackson is his friend. Gosh, the Michael Jackson? <laughs> See? Now he's got cake on
3: Well, yeah, well, now, wait a minute. Now, this may sound a little implausible, but there are people who have celebrity friends, you know. I mean, I know Regis Philbin.
0: The Regis Philbin? (laughs) Alfonso told the guys he met Michael Jackson in New York last year.
3: Wait a minute, he told us he was in Thailand last year.
0: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, exactly. (laughs) Gee, if Dexter finds out about this, he's liable to panic and send him to that boarding school. If the guys find out about it, he'll wish he was in boarding school. My rep will be as crummy as a wad of gum stuck to the bottom of a tennis shoe.
3: Sounds to me like you're a little more concerned with your reputation than you are with what Alfonso's going through.
0: That don't make me feel guilty.
3: Well, I seem to remember a blonde-haired kid who told his classmates that he was the voice of Scooby-Doo.
0: the smurf <laughs> I get your point I'll give the kid one more chance
3: good we'll drop you off to hang out on the way to the racket club
0: by the way dad
2: who's Regis Philbin <laughs> so yeah Ricky's just worried about his rep and he's like yeah Alfonso saying this lie about how he knows Michael Jackson And Kate's like, the Michael Jackson? Really? It's like, oh, man, Kate, no. Mm." And Edward's like, hey, look, buddy, some people can have celebrity friends. So what? But Alfonso's like, yeah, or not Alfonso. (laughs) Ricky's like, yeah, but Alfonso said he was also in Bangkok and then in Thailand and stuff like that. So they're wondering if he's spreading these lots. Well, Dexter's going to know where his sister lives, right? So he'd be able to suss out the truth. And this is... I just covered the Growing Pains Luke Brower episode where Leonardo DiCaprio's character Luke Brower was spinning these tales of I grew up with barnstormers. I grew up in uh, Thailand with coconut... Uh, you know, chopping coconuts. Or I grew up in uh, South Dakota and... or Oregon with making, you know, pancakes for lumberjacks and stuff. Like, spinning these tales... So it just seems like Alfonso's, we don't know, maybe he built, he, um, met Michael Jackson in New York a year or two ago. Who knows? But yeah, he's just worried about his rep and like, oh, if this gets out, I'm going to, my rep's going to be as bad as a piece of chewed gum on the bottom of a tennis shoe. And Edward's like, I know Regis Philbin, Philbin or Phil, Philbin. Now I'm thinking Regis, of Regis and Kathy Lee fame, right? And Regis and Kelly, and also, who, who wants to be a millionaire, right? But that wouldn't come until what the the '90s or so, right? I'm guessing. Well, definitely, who wants to be a millionaire? I thought was like like late '90s, and Edward says he recalls a time when Ricky told his class that he was the voice of Scooby Doo, and of course, Ricky corrects his dad with saying, "No, actually, it was um, it was Hefty Smurf." (laughs) Jeremy has this long-standing joke of, um, and this started back in two thousand four for my first birthday that we celebrated together. I Got Me Season 1 of Punky Brewster, and he makes this joke about how he sung the theme song (laughs) to the It's the Punky Brewster cartoon, and he's kept this up for years. Still to this day, so whenever I watch a cartoon, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember recording that in, in the studio, and I'm like, you did not, and he even, I think, might have tried to get his mom in on the whole thing, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, so, no, 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 <laughs> that is a woman singing, <laughs> that is not a 13-year-old boy, <laughs> Oh my god, it's still still to this day all the time. And I'm like, you did not. I can't believe it. So, well, yeah, when Ricky sits down to talk to Kate and Edward about the situation of he believes that Alfonso is lying about having been in Bangkok, having been in Thailand, having last year met Michael Jackson or the year before when he was in New York. And Ricky's just upset. He's bothered that when his friends find out this is going to ruin his rep because he was the one that introduced Alfonso to them. And also he says like yeah, but when all these people find out he lied and doesn't know Michael Jackson then Alfonso's going to wish he stayed in Thailand. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Edward and Kate are going to play racquetball, I believe, because he's got like it looks like a mini tennis racket, and Edwards wear a nice short sleeve shirt. The only reason I'm even mentioning this is because he's got some nice, some decent muscly arms. Uh, they're they're normal, but um, uh, yeah. I'm just saying, I, I like when he <laughs> I like when he shows off his arms. He's got great arms. And ever points out, like, Rick, I think you are more bothered by the fact that your reputation is going to be hurt than more, or more than Alfonso <clears throat> getting found out about his lies. Like, come on, bud, sort out your priorities. I mean, yeah, you're, gosh, this is only season one. If he says the Ricker in this episode, I'm going to puke. And of course, you know, I kind of already went through the scene when Edward says, I think you're more concerned about this than you are with, you know, Alfonso. You're more concerned about your rap. And <laughs> Ricky, Rick, Ricky's like, Dad, don't, don't make me feel guilty because I don't feel guilty. And that's where Edward brings up the whole, you said you did the voice of Scooby-Doo. And, of course, that's where I mentioned about the whole thing with Jeremy saying, yeah, I uh, recorded the voice for the, it's the the, the theme for the, it's the Punky Brewster, you know, the cartoon. I'm thinking, baloney, baloney. (laughs) So now, after Edward and Kate, they're going to the racket, racket club, we cut to... The hamburger joint where the kids all hang out. And it looks like at this point, uh Dancing Machine, the DM guy, is getting tips from Alfonso. So that's pretty cool. Like, hey, since I met Michael Jackson, let me give you some tips. Yeah, so so Alfonso's like, no, no, no. I mean you got the moves, DM but dancing machine, but You gotta feel the music. That's what Michael Jackson told me. Like Alfonso, you gotta feel the music. And of course this guy's buying it hook line and sinker like everybody in that place from the day before. This kid is gonna crash and burn if people find out the truth. But I don't know. For all I know he did beat Michael Jackson. I've not seen these episodes. So, I don't know. My guess, your guess is probably better than mine. If you grew up watching The Silver Spoons and know this episode by heart, you probably already know what's going to happen. All right, so Rick comes in. Let's see how this is going to go down, uh, because it got pretty heated the other day, and I didn't really imagine that these two were on speaking terms. So, uh, (laughs) Alfonso, you think you
0: can give me a dance lesson this week?
1: I'm a book. Okay.
0: No candle, Book's Bookstore. If there's a cancellation, I'll let you know. Really? All right, thanks, Big A. Big A. <laughs> no, no, no dance machine. One, two, three steps, step. step. Well, hi, Rick. to quit talking a minute. Sure, come over to my booth. <laughs> So what do you have? Pizza, onion rings, and Alfonso burger? <laughs> hey, Rick, you okay? It looked like it lost a friend. I'm considering it. <laughs> Anybody we know? So, Alfonso, let's get right to the point. Sooner or later, everybody's going to find out okay. that you don't know Michael Jackson. And then you're going to be. everybody, you're not going to believe who's coming this way. Alfonso, uh, wait a minute. This is a horror.
2: Alfonso, and Alfonso's like, hey, let me, let's step over to my booth, and we see a little sign that says, reserved for Alfonso. And Alfonso, pretty much, at this point, he's the big man, he is, he's got a burger named after himself. Like, hey, what do you have? Pizza? Um, uh, Alfonso burger? Like, this dude is, oh. But then, Bobby comes up, like, oh, my gosh, you'll never guess who's outside. I'm like, what, what, what? And I see these bodyguards, and I'm like, no, no, they're not going to show Michael Jackson. And then he walks in the door, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's Michael Jackson! <laughs> to say my mind has been blown does not even cover it. Oh, to be a bit of a Debbie Downer, what, it was less than 25 years later that we would lose Michael Jackson. Yeah. And Kate got when everybody got wind the MJ is at this place. Oh, because <laughs> Kate and Edward show up, too. Like, oh, my gosh, Michael Jackson, we have to go. Forget the bracket ball game. We can reschedule.
1: He's here. Yeah, I guess we really misjudged Alfonso. huh? <laughs>
0: I shook his hand. Really? What's he like? Just like they say. The bigger they are, the nicer they are. Yeah.
1: When the word filtered down to the racquetball courts, we just had to get down here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I was also skunking you (laughs) 20-zip.
3: Yeah, lucky for you, Michael showed up when he did,
1: huh?
0: Well, um, thanks for dropping by him, (laughs) Jay. Give my love to Latoya. You help silence a few doubters. Who didn't think we could be friends? <laughs> 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 well, bye everybody. Listen to me. I have something to confess. That guy is not Michael Jackson. What? He's a look-alike.
2: Oh, man, what a jip. What a jip. Oh, my gosh. I feel so robbed. His
0: name is Norman Williamson. I paid him 50 bucks to show up here. See, I told you,
2: this guy is bogus. Are you sure? I got it. I knew I didn't see his name in the credits. I feel so ripped off. I feel so ripped off. I know he wouldn't have been on a TV show. This stinks. Way to go. I'm very, very, very disappointed right now. Very disappointed. You have no idea. Thanks a lot, Alfonso. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's see. Maybe he was in a TV show. He's got 49 credits as an actor. Let's go back down to... Alright, 78 in The Wiz. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing him in Silver Spins. Yeah, he did a voice on The Simpsons. Leon Kompowski. Yeah. But even that you didn't know because they used like a fake name in the credits. But... This is, this is just... What's the Lionhearts? He was in six episodes of the Lionhearts. What is that, a PBS reading show? I can't tell. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I feel so terrible. I freaked out over nothing. Nothing. Oh, man, I was going to say, hey, Michael Jackson's in the Silver Spoons episode. Not. Ugh. Okay, now everyone's get, coming home, walking in the door, defeated like no tomorrow, because just like I am, my heart's been ripped out. It's been stepped on by Alfonso and his lies. Could Ricky look more more sullen and angry? Even Alfonso decided to come to the Stratton mansion, because, of course, he's got to break it to him that, uh, He just sold him a pack of lies. I'll tell you where my mom really is. I have no idea where she is. That's my guess. He does not know where his mom is. No. No, his mom is clearly, you know, on expeditions and stuff like that. But what about his dad? Will he talk about his dad? I want to find out.
0: Michael Jackson. (laughs) Ha. (laughs) Ha. Oh, and he has to come. We'll all look back at this and
2: laugh. I probably will. Oh, they are pissed, especially Kate. Oh my God, two months together. Many years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We're leaving.
0: Alfonso, I can't believe you did this. I tried to help you out, but 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 no, you had to make a fool of me, my friends, and my family. I thought we were gonna be friends. <laughs> you did? Yeah, but friends have to be able to trust each other. So forget it. I guess I never had a friend long enough to find that out, by the time I get to know somebody, it's time to say goodbye, A adios, a sayonara, a one gun, one lung.
2: Uh, Is that, is that really Michael Jackson there, or is is
0: it Dexter?
3: Someone so small, you certainly get into a disproportionate amount of trouble. Okay, James, oh, calm down. Calm down. Look at these damages. Two broken chairs, four shattered Mookow creamers,
0: uh-huh. and that impersonators jacket. Do you know what it's gonna cost to repair? Sixteen broken zippers? <clears throat> Pay it back. I'm overlorn every weekend. I have an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Look,
3: I, I really believe it's best for all concerned. If you attend that Bridgeford School for Boys, I'm sorry, Alfonso, it's not your fault. I'm just not equipped to handle a teenager. I get so... Some... impatient. <laughs> we better go and pack.
0: I don't have to. I never unpack. No big deal. I'm used to moving on. Dexter? Nobody's more mad at this guy than I am. But I know what it's going through. I mean, I moved around a lot, too. I never felt like I belonged to any place until I got here.
1: Dex, I was just as unprepared to have a child as you. I was terrified of the responsibility, but believe me, my life is ten times better since Rick's been a part of it. That's a thousand percent return on your emotional investment.
0: (laughs) What do you say, Dex?
3: (laughs) One more chance. Oh, Richard. We're worlds apart. I just don't see us communicating.
0: We could try. Look, I even bought a Beethoven tape for my walkman.
3: Opus 25, Serenade in D. I love that. I think this
2: guy Beethoven would sell a lot more records if he had a video. And he's dead, so he can't.
1: Well,
0: maybe I was a bit hasty. I'm sorry if I lied. It's just that I wanted everybody to like me. I understand. I promise. I'll never do it again.
2: Yeah, right? Your so team case.
3: We'll give it a try. Okay? Oh. Aww.
2: So, of course, Alfonso, when they walk in there, they're like, hey, look, we're going to look back on this and laugh heartily. And you want to know who also said that? The three people that were lost in the woods in the Blair Witch Project. They're like, I think it was Heather who said, you know, don't worry. One day, we're going to look back on this and laugh our butts off. They didn't survive. They did not survive. The Blair Witch got them. Spoiler alert. It's been out for... The... Oh my gosh! Whoops! The Blair Witch Project turns 20 years old this year because it came out in 1999. Oh my goodness. And when Edward, Kate, and Ricky look, well, mainly Kate and Ricky are the ones that are glaring daggers at Alfonso. Dexter, of course, comes in and he's like, look, I got a broken chair, a list of damages from this hamburger place, how am I going to repair it, how am I going to be able to pay on this and everything, I, it's not working out Alfonso, I gotta send you to that boy's home your mom recommended. And of course, Alfonso says don't worry, I didn't even bother to unpack yet. And Ricky, of course, brings up the fact that it's like, hey, look, Dexter, nobody is as mad at this guy than I am right now. But I understand where he's coming from because I moved around a lot when I was with my mom. And think about it. Ricky was in a boys' school or a military academy, and he said, he tells them, I haven't felt more at home and better off in one place until I came here to live with my dad. And, and Dexter just freaking is like, I just, I can't, I can't communicate with this teenager. I don't know how he thinks. I don't know how he operates. And Alfonso's like, hey, look, we can figure it out together. And even Edward's like, Dexter, when Ricky came into my life, I was scared to death that I wouldn't be able to take care of him in the right way that I wouldn't be able to be a good father. And it's like, yeah, you just, you and Alfonso Dexter can work things out together and make a plan based on what both of you can agree on. And Alfonso pulls out this Beethoven tape, not the Beethoven, the dog, the the dead composer, because I, it's funny when he's like, oh, I wish this Beethoven guy would do, like, a music video. I'm like, well, he can't because he's dead. But well, anyway, at least Alfonso is trying. He knows Dexter's a fan of the classical music, so. Yeah. He's trying. I'll meet you halfway, Dexter. You guys gotta take that one step. And Dexter's like, alright, alright. Well, I remember... Because when he was originally talking about the damages to the restaurant and stuff like that, Alfonso's like, well, I'm lawns. And Dexter's like, I live in an apartment. They have, ma- they have a crew come in to take care of that. <laughs> but it's just, they hug at the end here, and it's sweet. And I like how Kate hugs Dexter and says, you're getting a great return on your emotional invest uh, like a thousand percent return on your emotional investment or something and it's really really cute and Ricky says who knows you'll may even listen to some stray cats and Dexter's like no pets and I was like no straightcr stray cats is a group is a band and he's like yeah I get it Dexter I, you knew that it's it's cute will never regret
0: this dexter <laughs> Yeah, maybe someday I'll listen to some Stray Cats. No pets. <laughs> stray Cats is a music group.
3: You knew that. Um,
0: Rick, <laughs> can we still be
2: friends?
0: <laughs> friends.
2: No more lies, though. Show what we got, <laughs> so I gotta say great first season 3 opener great first season 3 opener really good I loved Alfonso's you know the way that he comes into this and everything he's just he, he's a Walkman wearing toe tapping dancing Michael Jackson like, friend, whatever. uh, He's just, he's cool. I like what he's gonna bring to the show. I like that he's going to be Ricky's friend till the end of the show, which is awesome. We get three whole seasons worth of Alfonso. So, sweet, sweet. Uh, The next episode, we do get, we get, uh, Freddy. Freddy. Oh, I I almost forgot his name. Um, if I'm going to list this one, I'm gonna list it a five out of five for um I'm gonna rate it a five out of five trains. So uh yeah, I just I thought it was cool. I liked Alfonso coming in with his Walkman, he's high-fiving everybody. Um I like that Ricky takes him down to, you know, meet his friends and everything. Um, sure, I guess I can say now, afterwards, I guess I like getting fooled on Michael Jackson. (laughs) And I like that uh, Alfonso kind of, I wouldn't say 100% he comes clean, because we really, we don't get an explanation, which I think at one point, I think in season four, Whitney Houston does, and it is Whitney Houston, comes on in season four for an episode. The Whitney Houston Nobody hired an imposter, and Dexter plans to move in with Whitney Houston. I think it is the character Whitney Houston is playing Whitney Houston. Um, <laughs> so, and I think Dexter wants to move in with her. He's totally in love infatuated, and Dex uh, Alfonso says, that. I gotta move again, great. And then he, I think there is where he talks about where he's been and everything like that. Maybe he even talks about his dad. Maybe at one point he'll talk about... It. There's a Christmas episode. I remember seeing the Christmas episode on TV in a rerun where Alfonso... I think he sings. I think he does. He sings a song. And he says something about how he feels, you know, he's always been, like, alone around Christmas, or his mom's been away, or something to that effect. But, Silver spoonful for this one, just, if you want to make friends, guys, don't make up stories. You don't need to impress someone, and you don't got to make stuff up to do that. If you want someone to like you for you, you be you. And that person, either they're going to like you or they're not. And if they don't, that's on them. That's not on you. There's nothing wrong with you. You know, you know, they're at that age. They're 13. You know, you start getting interests and stuff like that. And sometimes the friends you had may not always be the friends you'll keep forever. So just you'll find your niche you'll find your people if you will the people that will share your interests and stuff like that so cool all right the episode for next week season three episode two entitled survival of the fittest high school's a whole new ball game for rick Corky Pigeon as Freddy. When was the last episode he was in season two is what I want to... The last thing he did was in 87 at some movie called Party Camp. He played Winslow. Was he a nerd in that one? What did he do in season two? The last episode he was in was when, um... When, uh, Derek left. That was episode 15. So he's been... He's been away for a bit. Maybe he had a growth spurt. Maybe his voice changed. I thought Ricky's voice did not change, which I'm not obsessed with it, but I'm just curious. Like, I know his voice changes eventually, but, uh, whatever. All right. So that is the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with this. I And I'm looking forward to next week's episode when Ricky starts high school. He's... So they're going to be going to a whole new school. I think it's still in Shallow Springs. I think that's the city they live in. So, all right. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everyone.